praise the Lord. Amen. It's so good to be back in the house of the Lord again this morning. Amen. Our God is an awesome God, and he reigns forever and ever and evermore. Praise God. Amen. Again, we want to thank you for joining with us online this morning. Amen. And for our time together. Praise God. We want to pray for every situation. Amen. I know there's a lot of people concerned about job loss. I know a lot of people concerned about health and loved ones and family. And so we want to go to the Lord in prayer. Amen. I know God is able to do anything that we have need of. Amen. And I know he will meet our needs this morning. Father, again, we thank you, Jesus. God, you alone are worthy to be exalted, O God. You alone are worthy to be praised and given thanks, O Lord. You are the one true and only living God. And we thank you again this morning, God, for your kindness. We thank you, God, for your mercy, for your truth and love. God, I'm asking you today, Lord, to comfort those that are worried about their job losses, O God. And I pray, Lord God, for those that are having health issues this morning, that you would continue to touch their bodies this morning, that there's bereavement in their families today. I pray that you will be their comforter and strengthen them in every place, O God, that you would come along beside them, Lord God, and let them understand and realize how great thou art, O God, that you would lead them and bless them in every place of their lives. O God, I bind this virus in the name of the Lord Jesus, and I ask you, Lord God, to touch, Lord God, every situation, every circumstance, every home, every problem, Lord. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you would continue as the governors are opening doors uh, to start back, to get back to normalcy to some way, God. I pray that you give them wisdom, that you give them counsel and directions in the way that they should go. I pray that you give the people, Lord God, patience and understanding, O God, and that you would guide them and that you would lead them according to your perfect will, O God. Oh, God, give them the understanding, oh, God, of this situation as well. We need you, Lord God, to be the guidance, to be the director. You be the counselor, Lord God, in every heart of every leader, every governor, every mayor, every city official, God. But forgive, oh, God, and remove any party division, oh, God, whether Republicans, Democrats, Independents, or, or whatever, God. You move that all out of the way that each and every one of them can hear your voice because you said in your word that they that rule over men must rule just, ruling in the fear of the Lord. Amen. And we want them to rule according to your perfect will because it's your people's lives that are at stake, O oh God. And I pray that you would touch them again today. I pray for our military, God, for their hand of protection to be over them in every place, O oh God, that you would lead them and guide them, Lord God, in every household, and every family, Lord, we thank you again this day. In Jesus' name I pray, oh God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Amen. Sing this song.
and be glad in it, O oh God. I will be glad in it. Uh, amen. The Bible tells us, uh, oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, uh, for his mercy, and do it forever. Amen. Praise God. I will enter his gates with thanksgiving, enter into his courts with praise, be thankful unto him, and bless his name, for the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth, and do it to every generation. He's worthy of our praise this morning, right where you are in your homes this morning. Maybe you're out on your front porch, or maybe you're walking, doing your exercise, wherever you are right now. Amen. The Bible tells us that the heavens declare the glory of the Lord, and the firmament show forth His handiworks day unto day. They utter speech, and night unto night they show forth knowledge. So if you are out and about, amen, if you can look out your window and see the beauty of the Lord, or even right there where you are in your house with the people that are around you, that is an opportunity for you to open your mouth and lift your hands and to give God praise and to give Him thanks. Amen. Because you're seeing God's creation right before your very eyes. Amen. And it is a good day to be alive. It is a good day to praise the Lord. The Bible said from the rising of the sun until the going down of the same, the Lord's name is to be praised. We need to give him constantly thanks continually. Amen. With the fruits of our lips. Amen. Because he did not have to let me see this day. Amen. He did not have to let me rise this morning. He did not have to let me, amen, be a part of this. But I, I am so thankful. And as long as I have life in this flesh, uh, amen, I'm going to give God praise. I'm going to give him thanks. Uh, I'm going to worship him. I'm going to talk of his goodness. Uh, amen. As one songwriter said, I'm going to sing of his joy till he come. I'm going to tell of his power every day and every hour. I'm going to sing about that wonderful name of Jesus Christ, for there is no greater name, there is no lovelier name, there is no name, amen, that's above that we have been given that can be saved, and can save us, like the name of Jesus Christ, praise God, he is Jehovah Jireh, my provider, praise God, he is everything, amen, we want to sing this old song, amen, take us back a little bit, leaning on the everlasting arm, amen, Trusting in God in this pandemic and everything else that comes my way. Amen. I got a God and I'm trusting in him continually. I'm leaning on the everlasting arm of Jesus Christ this morning. Amen. Praise God. Well, what a fellowship, what a joy. Oh 
I'm leaning on you, God. I'm safe and I'm secure from all alarms, oh God. I'm not wearied because you fill my heart with a song. It's amazing what praising can do. Hallelujah. I'm leaning. What have I to dread, the song says. What have I to fear? I'm leaning on the everlasting arms. I have Jesus that's so near. Praise God. He's as close as the mention of his name. You don't have to worry, my friend. You don't have to fret. Amen. You just keep holding on to God's unchanging hand. Praise God. And he'll see you through this thing. Amen. You'll be brighter tomorrow than you were today when you hold to God's unchanging hand in every way. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. We're thankful that you've joined with us this morning. Amen. If you have your Bibles this morning while you're under the sound of my voice, we're going to Mark chapter number 4. Mark chapter number 4, verse 35 through verse 41. Mark chapter number 4, verse 35 through verse 41. Mark chapter 4, verse 35 through verse 
one. Praise God. Scripture reads, In the same day when the evening was come, he saith unto them, Let us pass over unto the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took them even as he was in the ship. And there also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awakened him, and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose, and rebuked the wind, and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly, and said one to another, What manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him. Praise God. And I want to talk to you this day from this thought, when the storm hinders your faith. When the storm hinders your faith. Father, I praise you again. I honor you again. I pray, God, again, that your word would have preeminence in every place, in every life. That you would touch our hearts, O oh God, and show us the right way and deliver us from all fear and any pain and agony, apprehension, things that may try to stop us from serving you and loving you with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength. That you would direct in every place, God, in every household. That when this thing is done, Lord, they will be stronger in the Lord and in the power of your might and all goodness and knowledge and understanding. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. When the storm hinders your faith, amen. From the time that we began to understand the scripture and we began to read the word of God, we see the value and the importance of our faith in the Word of God. As a matter of fact, there's four times that the Bible tells us that the just shall live by faith. Amen. When we have been chosen by God, it is important that we get our faith in line with the Word of God. Amen. And so that we grow in the things of God. Paul tells us in Romans 10:17 that faith come by hearing, and it comes by hearing the Word of God. So as the child of God, amen, we must do everything in our power to enhance and to increase 
our faith. Amen. Peter tells us in Second Peter chapter 1, amen, verse 5, 3, 11, to add to our faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, uh, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, uh, and to brotherly kindness charity. He said, for if these things be in you and abound, they make that you should neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge uh, of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, you see, when your faith is solid, when your, your faith is growing, when your faith is where it's supposed to be, uh, you're going to trust God. Uh, you're going to not lean to your own understanding in all your ways. Uh, you're going to acknowledge Him, and He's going to direct your path. Amen. You will realize uh, that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. You're not going to be without knowledge uh, in the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, you're going to know Him in and out uh, when your faith is established uh, and steadfast in Him. Uh, when your faith is strong in the Lord, uh, when your faith is rise uh, above your circumstance, uh, when your faith is more than a conqueror, when you put your trust uh, in Jesus Christ, as Solomon says, and you lean not to your own understanding, you're going to see God work. Uh, your eyes are going to be open, uh, and you're going to be able to see what Jesus uh, is doing in your life uh, and the lives of others, uh, and you're going to realize that His ways are not your ways, uh, and neither is His thoughts your thoughts. Uh, you're going to trust Him. You're going to believe Him. You're going to walk with Him. You're going to hold Him. You're going to reverence Him. There's going to be nothing else that can compare when your faith is solid. Praise God. The disciples thought they was all over, and they wrote Jesus up. They says, don't you care that we perish? And Jesus stood and rebuked the wind and the waves and says, peace, be still. And the disciples was amazed and they said one to another, what matter of man is this? That even the winds and the seas obey him. I come to tell you today, he's more than a man. Paul says, and without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh. He was justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, and received back up in the glory. This was not just a man. This was the creator of heaven and earth. This is the one that spoke it into existence. This is the one that created the seas. This is the one that established the sun in the heavens. This is the one that made the stars and the moon. This is the one that reached down into the dust and made a man out of nothing and breathed into him. And man became a living soul. So he's in control. He is the wise and only God. He is the wisdom from the creation of the foundation of the earth. You just need to have your faith in him established, and you're going to know who he is. Praise God. There's going to be things that tries to hinder your faith, this COVID-19 
pandemic seems to be trying to hinder your faith and your way of life. There's going to be things that come to prevent your faith from doing what it's supposed to do. There's going to be some things that's trying to hinder your faith. You see, your faith is designed to encourage you. Your faith is designed to edify you. Your faith is designed to build you up and to strengthen you and to cause you to be able to walk according to the word of God. And the number one hindrance to faith is fear. Praise God. False advertisement evidence is pure and real. Praise God. Fear is the chief enemy of faith. That's why you hear constantly, time and time again in Scripture, fear not. I am with you. Be not dismayed. I am your God. Storms in the natural, see, they're so unpredictable and so uncertain. And from a child, we are taught to fear them. We're taught to fear storms. We're, we're taught to, to get out of the storm. Get out of the pathway of the storm. Amen. They tell you to leave your house. Uh, get away if the storm is coming or get in the shelter or get in the basement. Uh, we've been taught this from our lives because storms has taken people's lives and they have destroyed things. Uh, and the reason people fear storms is they because they fear a loss of life. They fear the loss of their properties. They fear, amen, their material possessions being gone, amen. And so because they're so destructive, uh, fear grips us, uh, amen. I'm not a professional fisherman by any means, uh, but when I was a kid, uh, even on the riverbanks, uh, I was always told by my parents uh, that if a storm is coming up, uh, that you get yourself to the house, uh, get home. Uh, even now, you can be out in the ocean, you can be out places fishing on the water in your boat. Uh, but if you get warning uh, that a storm is coming, they tell you to get to safety. So we can see why the storms uh, are so devastation, uh, devastated, should I say. You see, there's many storms uh, that can come, different kinds of storms. Uh, there's wind storms uh, that all it does is just blow wind. Uh, then there's rain storms. Uh, then there's hail storms. Uh, then there's snow storms. Uh, then there's sand storms. Uh, there's dust storms. Uh, there's ice storms. Uh, there are lightning storms. Uh, and all these storms uh, that can come into our lives, uh, if we're not careful, we can fear and not hold on to our faith and trust God to get us through them. Praise God. If I had to put one word or choose one word to magnify our faith, it would be the word confidence. We got to have confidence in ourselves. We have to have confidence in others. And more importantly than any 
anything else, we've got to have confidence in Jesus Christ. Amen. That's the most important place to have your confidence is in Jesus Christ. Solomon says confidence in an unfaithful man in the time of trouble is like a broken tooth and a foot out of joint. But I come to tell you, you can put your trust in Jesus and he'll never leave you. He will never fail you. He will never let you go. Amen. But for some reason, there's too many born-again believers that had lost their confidence in themselves and in others and in the storms of life. You see, my brothers, you see, my sisters, your ability to overcome the storm that may come into your life is predicated on your ability to trust God during that storm and while you are in that storm. Your ability to trust God will be what will get you to the other side. Solomon says, if you faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. If you give up in difficulties, if you give up in hardship, if you give up in trouble, if you give up in affliction, if you give up in mishaps, if you give up in disaster, if you give up in distress, if you give up in trials and suffering, your strength in God is small. And Nehemiah says, the joy of the Lord is my strength. He gives strength to me as I worship him, as my heart is filled with praise. Jesus breaks the bands. When I raise my hands, he gives me glorious victory. Paul says, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. We are persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Always bearing about and the body, the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our bodies, for which cause we faint not. Though the outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day for our light afflictions, which is but for a moment, work it for us, a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we look not at the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Paul says, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the ex of the power of God. In other words, Paul says, the power that is in you, you can't measure it. It's so big. It's so massive. You cannot measure the pressure of all the power of Almighty God that's in you. Paul says in Romans 11, 33, oh, the depth 
much of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. God's ways are not my ways, and neither is his thoughts my thoughts. For his ways and his thoughts are so much higher than my ways and my thoughts. But I come to tell you, my brother, I come to tell you, my sister, you've got a treasure inside of you, the Holy Ghost, that will lead you and guide you and bring you to all truth and will get you through the storm in your life. You see, a storm is only temporary, but Faith is forever. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not seen. But by it, the elders obtain a good report. Through faith, we understand that the world was framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen was not made by the things which not appear. Paul says in Romans 15, Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed. And the moment, and the twinkling of the eye, at the last trump, for the trump shall sound, and the dead shall rise in corruption. For this mortal must put on immortality, and this corruption must put on incorruption. And when this is all be brought to pass, Death shall be swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, where is your sting? Oh, grave, where is your victory? Now, the sting of death is sin, but thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Praise God. You see, in the storm of life, faith has got to rise. Faith has to rise in the storms of life. It's in the storms of life that the light of Christ must be seen brighter than anything else in your life. It's in the storms of life that peace must conquer fear. Paul says in Philippians 4, Rejoice in the Lord always and again. I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known to all men that the Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything with prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, Whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are a good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things, those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do, and the God of peace shall be with you. I Isaiah says, and Isaiah 26, 3 and 4, amen, he will keep you in perfect 
peace whose mind is stayed upon him because you trust in him. Trust in the Lord forever. For the Lord Jehovah is an everlasting strength. He is God. Amen. He's with you. Amen. The storm is going to come. The storm is going to rage, my brothers. The storm is going to rage, my sister. But I come to tell you, don't be afraid. And the storm, hold your faith. You've got exceeding precious promises. I won't leave you. I won't forsake you. As Isaiah said in Isaiah 41.10, Fear not, thou I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Verse 13, for I I am the Lord thy God, which hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help you. Isaiah 42, 5 through 7. Thus said the Lord God, that he that created the heavens and stretched them out, he that spared spread forth the earth, and that which cometh out of it, he that giveth breath unto the people upon it, and spirit to them that walk therein, I am the Lord, have called thee in righteousness, and will hold thy hand, and will keep thee, and give thee for covenant of the people, for light of the Gentiles, to open the blinded eyes, to bring out the prisoners from the prison, and them that sit in darkness out of the prison house. Isaiah 43, 1 through 3. But now, thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not. I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name. Thou art mine. When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walk through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flames kindle upon thee. For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior. Isaiah 54, verse 9 and 10, and verse 17. For this is as the waters of Noah unto me, saith the Lord. For I have sworn that the waters of Noah should no more go over the earth, so have I sworn that I would not be hence wrath with thee, nor rebuke thee. For the mountains shall depart, and the hills be removed. But my kindness shall not depart from thee, neither shall thy covenant of my peace be removed, saith the Lord, that my mercy on thee. Oh, there were no weapon, verse 17, that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and the righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Isaiah 59, 19, so shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west, and his glory from the rising of the sun, when the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against them. Praise God. Don't fear the storm, my friend. 
Keep your faith. Keep your faith in the storm. Let your faith arise. It's the song that said, let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. Let God, let God arise. That's all you've got to do is in the storm of life is just praise him and worship him and call upon that name that's above every name. Call upon that name that is high and lifted up, whose train filled the temple. Call upon that name that is so worthy to be praised. Call upon that name that conquers fear. Call upon that name that is able to deliver. Call upon that name Amen. That is a strong tower that the righteous run into and is safe. That's why the psalmist said, God is my refuge and God is my strength. A very present help in the time of trouble. We shall not fear, though the earth be moved, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, there's a river that shall make glad the cities of God, the holy place, the tabernacle of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her and that right early the heathen raged the kingdoms were moved he uttered his voice the earth melted the God of Jacob is with us the Lord of hosts is our refuge come and see the desolations which the Lord has made in the earth he causes wars to cease from the ends of the earth he burns breaks the bow he cuts the spear in under he burns the chariots and fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted in the earth. I will be exalted among the heathens. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. And the last time I checked this scripture, it says, blessed are the people that have the God of Jacob for their God. Praise God. For I know, Jeremiah 29, 11, the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. What is the storm? It's hindering your faith. Jesus said to the disciples, How are you, why, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? All you need is the muff of the sign of a mustard seed. And you can say to this mountain, be thou yon removed and cast into the sea, and it will move. Amen. The mountains of fear, the mountains of doubt, the mountains of anything that's coming against you. You got faith in God. You believe it. Tell it to get out of the way. You need to start telling coronavirus it's time to get out of the way. I'm not fearing you anymore. I'm not going to be worried about you anymore. You have held me back the last time. I'm still going to worship I'm still going to praise. I'm still going to magnify God. Praise God. Luke says in Acts 27. Praise God. Acts 27. 
verse 9 through verse 41. Luke says here, Now when much time was spent, and when sailing was now dangerous, because the fast was now already past, Paul admonished them and said unto them, Sir, I perceive that this voyage will be with much hurt and damage, not only to the lading of the ship, but also to our lives. Nevertheless, the centurion believed the master and owner of the ship more than those things which were spoken by Paul. And because the haven was not commodious to winter in, the more part advised to depart thence also, if by any means we might obtain, uh, might attain to Phoenix and there to winter, which is a haven, a creek, and live towards the southwest and northwest. And when the south wind blew soft, supposedly they had obtained their purpose, loosened thence, they sailed close by creek. They're on the ship. Paul says, I perceive there's going to be danger to this ship and to our lives. But they believed the captain of the ship. They got a soft breeze begin to blow. It seems to be peaceful. Nothing like being on the water in a ship. Sunny day is blowing peaceful. Calmness. Water just barely, waves just barely moving. Peaceful. Everything seems to be right. And I'm sure the captain is probably thinking, Paul, as a prisoner, he don't know anything about ships and sailing. Captain, listen to me there, captain of this host. I have been out here numerous of times. But Paul, Luke writes, but not long after, there arose against it a temperous wind. Here come the storm called Yorak Ladon. And when the ship was caught and could not bear up into the wind, we let her dry. And running under a certain island, which is called Clauda, we had much work to come by the boat, which when they had taken up, uh, they used helps uh, undergirding the ship uh, and fearing lest they should fall into quicksand, strike sail, and so was driven. All of a sudden, that storm appeared, uh, grabbed that ship. Uh, they lowered their sails. Uh, now they don't know what they did do. And Luke goes on and says, and we be an exceeding toss with the temperance. The next day they lighten the ship and the third day we cast out with our own hands the tackling of the ship and when neither sun nor stars and many days appeared and no small tempest laid upon us all hope that we should be saved was taken away. But after their long absence. Paul stood in the midst of them and said, Sirs, you should have hearkened unto me and not loose from Crete and to
to have gained this harm and loss. And now I exalt you to be of good cheer, for there shall be no loss of any man's life among you, but of the ship. For there stood by me this night the angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve, said, Fear not, Paul, thou must be brought before Caesar, and lo, God has given thee all them that sail with thee. Wherefore, sirs, be of good cheer, for I believe God that it shall be even as it was told me. Howbeit, we must be cast upon a certain island. But when the fourteenth night was come, as we was driven up and down in the Adriatic Sea, about midnight, the shipmen deemed that they drew near to some country and sounded it and found it 20 phantoms. It's about 120 feet deep. And then, and when they had gone a little further, they sounded and measured again and they found it 15 fathom, which is about 90 feet deep. It's pretty deep water. 14 days. No light. No sun, all darkness. Wow. So you can see how fear would grip them. It's winter, my brothers and sisters. Can you imagine being on a ship back in those days in the middle of the Mediterranean, the Adriatic Sea, and your life, if you get thrown overboard, you're going to probably die from hypertension or hypothermia from the cold anyhow. So you can only imagine the fear that is in them. But after long absence, Luke says Paul stood in the mix of them and says, Sirs, be of good cheer. Good God. For I believe God. For there stood by me and angels of the Lord, whose I am and whom I serve, said, Fear not, Paul, you shall be brought to Rome before Caesar. He says, Sirs, I believe God. As the old songwriter says, I believe God. I believe God that he will do just as he says. Trust and obey. Believe him and say, I believe. I believe God. Amen. He will be with you. You've got exceeding precious promises. I won't leave you. I won't forsake you. Sometimes we make wrong choices. Sometimes we make wrong decisions. Sometimes the storms that come into our lives is because of our own doing. But I come to tell you, God will look beyond your faults. He will see your need. Call upon me in the time of trouble, and I will hear you and deliver you, and you will glorify my name. You can trust him, my brothers. You can trust him, my sisters. And as Luke would go on and write, but you got to stay in the boat. You've got to stay in the ship. You can't get out of the boat in the storm. Because if you do, Paul says, 
to them. If they get out of this boat, they cannot be saved. I've come to tell you today, if you're in the church, you better stay in the church. Because if you get out of the church, you cannot be saved. This is the old ship of Zion. It is the hope for the lost and the dying. It is a soul-saving station. It is the tower of salvation. Friend, it is in the storm that all hope must not be lost. It is in the storm that hope must be steadfast and immovable. It is in the storm where Jesus must be manifested in your life. It is the storm that the people that do know their God must be strong and do exploits. You see, it's in the storm where Medal of Honors are won. It's in the storm where silver stars are earned. It's in the storms where distinguished flying crosses are won. It's in the storm that fear is defeated and heaven prevails. Praise God. And what more? Paul says, shall I say? Hebrews eleven twenty five. Amen. 32, excuse me. What more shall I say? But a time will fail me to tell of Gideon and of Barak and of Samson and of Japheth, of David also and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, Obtain promises, stop the mouths of lions, quench the violence of fire, escape the edge of the sword, out of weakness was made strong, wax valiant in fight, turn to flight the armies of the aliens, women receiving their dead raised to life again, others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, they had, might obtain a better resurrection, other has trial of cruel mockings and scourging, yea, moreover, of bonds and imprisonments. They were stoned. They were sold as under. Were tempted. Were slain with the sword. They wandered about and sheepskins and goatskins, destitute, tormented and afflicted of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and in mountains and in dens and caves of the earth. And these all having obtained a good report through faith received not the promise. God having provided some better thing for us that they without us shall not be perfect. Wherefore, seeing that we're compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sins which so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and is shut down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him which endure such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest you be weary and faint in your minds. But I beseech you, therefore, brethren, 
by the mercies of God. That you present your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. The storm of life. Your faith has got to be seen. You've got to get it up. As the old ladies used to say when the preachers be preaching down, suddenly talking about everything but Jesus. All of a sudden, when them old grandmas over from the amen woman corner would say, get him up now. Preacher just kept going on, kept preaching, going on, talking about everything. She hollered, well, get a little bit lost. She says, get him up now. And all of a sudden, you know, the guy kept preaching. And she says, I said, get him up. <laughs> Amen. You got to get him up. Amen. You got to get Jesus in his rightful place. You can preach. You can teach. You can sing. You can do everything you want. But you better keep Jesus in the rightful place. He's got to be at the forefront of your life. Your faith in Jesus shall be seen in the storm. The Bible says, and Joshua 10, 12 to 14. Then spake Joshua to the Lord in the day when the Lord delivered up the Amorites before the children of Israel. And he said in the sight of Israel, Son, stand thou still upon Gibeon, and thou moon and the valley of Angelon. And the sun stood still, and the moon stayed until the people had avenged themselves Upon their enemy is not this written in the book of Jasher, so that the sun stood still in the midst of heaven and has not gone down about the whole day, and there was no day like that before it or after it that the Lord hearkened unto the voice of man, for the Lord fought for Israel. Praise God. Joshua kicked his faith in gear. He did not wait around. Amen. Joshua knew what God had said to him. God had told Joshua, be strong and of good courage. He told Joshua, as I was with Moses, I will be with you. Joshua had hid it in his heart. His faith was solid. And when the sun started going down, Joshua knew he needed light to fight by. And so he commanded the sun to stand still. And the sun stood still. And the moon Get in the valley. He needed light. Amen. To fight in the stars. And the Bible says it's never been another day that God has listened to a man. Praise God. What a faith builder. And these things, Paul says, was written for our learning. That we, through patience and comfort of the Scripture, might have hope. If he did it for Joshua, 
defeated Joshua's enemies, he'll defeat mine. So, brothers and sisters, let me encourage you today. Do not let the storm hinder your faith. But be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we are wrestling not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness and high places. And isn't it amazing the president calls it an invisible enemy? <laughs> Amen. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand in the evil day. And having done all you can do to stand, stand therefore, having your loins girded about with truth, having on the breastplates of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and for all saints. Amen. Don't let the storm, my brothers, don't let the storm, my sisters, hinder your faith. Praise God. Lord Jesus, we praise you. God, we magnify you. We worship you again this day, God. Lord, I praise you and I honor you again this morning, oh God. Uh, Lord, I put my trust in you, Jesus. It's all in you, God. In Christ long, I put my trust. I find my glory in your presence. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes, Jesus. By you, right under the sound of my voice over the airways this morning. Jesus, I pray that you would touch every heart. I pray that you touch every life, oh God. Maybe they have started to lose their faith, God, but I want you to reach down and stir it up as Paul told Timothy. Stir up the gift that's in you. Stir up that gift that's in you this morning, brothers and sisters. He is my light, my strength, my song. He'll be with you. He's right by your side. Trust him. He's in Christ alone. Just think, he's as close as the midnight. Why don't you pray? Why don't you cast that care that you can carry? That fear that's been gripping your heart. That fear of pain. That fear of dying. That fear of loneliness. That suicidal fear, that fear that keeps coming to tell you to just take your life, that you're no good. But I come to tell you, that's a devil life of sits of hell. Come on. God is in the storm with you. He's told you, I won't leave you. When you walk through the waters, I'll be with you. When you're in the rivers of depression, I'll be with you. When you're in the fiery trials of your life, they won't burn you. Amen. He's right with you this morning, my friend. Call to him this morning. Release yourself. Maybe there's something you've been holding on to that you just can't seem to shake. Let me encourage you, my friend. 
Come on, get a hold of Jesus this morning. Build your faith in Christ. Build your faith. Strengthen yourself. You don't have to worry. God will come through for you. Amen. Don't lean to your own understanding. Because if you lean to your own understanding, you're not going to be able to see when it comes. Amen. But if you trust Jesus, he will make everything beautiful in his time. And you'll be able to rejoice forevermore. You'll have a tell of, uh, a testimony of God's goodness. You'll have a testimony of God's grace. You'll have a testimony of how good God loves you. And everywhere you go, you'll be able to talk about how good God is and how great God is, how magnificent God is, how much God loved you. You'll be able to tell your kids as a grandfather or grandmother when you're great grandkids come and they're sitting on your knee, you'll be able to tell them how God brought you out of the miry clay, how he set your feet on the rock and established your going. You'll have a testimony forever if you just trust him now. You just believe in him now. You hold to God's unchanging hand. Amen. And you'll get through this thing. Amen. And you'll have joy like never before. Praise, praise Jesus. Of the ground is sinking sand. On Christ the ground is sinking sand. Oh, yes. Uh, on Christ alone, Christ the solid rock. Oh, yes. All other ground is sinking, but not Jesus, friend. Not Jesus. He's on board. The ship is not going under. I don't care how bad the storm is. I don't care how bad the storm looks. I don't care if it's a dust. I don't care if it's rain. I don't care how strong the winds are. This ship is not going under because Christ pilots this ship. He's the great captain of our salvation. And friend, we have an anchor of hope, which is both sure and steadfast and unmovable, built after the order of Melchizedek, first being interpreted the God of peace and then the God of righteousness. That's the Jesus that you serve. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. If you've never been born again of the water and the Spirit, right now is a good time to repent of your sins. Ask Jesus to forgive you of your sins. Get baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And let God fill you with His Spirit. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Don't let the storms hinder your faith, my friend. God bless you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Amen. We pray that you have been blessed by the Word of God. Amen. Amen. Until further notice, all our services will be online. Until further notice, you can also... Amen. Log in with Facebook. Tell your friends, United 
Chicago Apostolic Church, comma, UPCI, CACLacrosse.org, and then on YouTube, Calvary Apostolic Church of Lacrosse. Amen. You can monitor that as well. Amen. Don't forget also. Amen. Amen. If you desire to give to this work here in Lacrosse, Amen. You can give by Givelify. Just go to the Givelify app. Amen. And follow the link. Amen. Ties and offerings. Calvary Apostolic Church. Or by downloading the Givelify app to your phone. And you can send it that way as well. Thank you so much. Don't forget our Bible study this Wednesday night. Amen. Start. Amen. At 7 o'clock, we will be transitioned to a new theme this week. Amen. We'll be talking about being a living sacrifice. Amen. I'm talking about how to be a living sacrifice. That's what God desires in all of us is to be a living sacrifice. So hopefully, amen, you can join us. And if you need a lesson, you contact us online, and we'll try to email you one. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us today. In Jesus' name.